hugely important that if you have a dream, that you have to dedicate your life to it, and there ha every hour of every day has to be dedicated to bringing into fruition the things that you dream about. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Super, and welcome to the fourth episode of Super Random Podcast. This podcast is available at multiple popular outlets, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. You can find out all outlets. Or wait, sorry, you know I'm always, always messing up. You can find out how many or where my podcast is by going to the website anchor.fm slash super random podcast also on the website you can subscribe for as little as one dollar a month that would help support me and i could further provide content to you be sure to leave a review on whatever outlet you listen to that also helps support this podcast a whole lot you can follow me on instagram and twitter at super underscore average one and you know what's crazy i typed this whole introduction out and i still messed up so i don't know what's gonna help me but anyways i got a couple people here with me but let me go get them real quick so we're gonna have a little little brief intermission and we're back i got a couple people with me and they're here to talk about the great the oldest greatest man ever okay stan freaking lee so here i have with me today i got my boy chubb say hello chubb what's up everybody thanks for having me on the podcast oh yeah and next i got chaotic say hola chaotic hello happy to be here oh yeah all right now see consamidala that's actually thank you in korean what i meant to say was Last but not least, Lego. Yo, what up? Alright, so that's everyone that has joined me on the podcast today. I appreciate you guys for stopping by and, you know, saying hello and ready to converse about a touching subject that has a special place in all of our hearts. So, we're talking about Stanley, as I said earlier. Um, this guy is a, well, this guy is a writer, editor, publisher. He was born in, uh, 1922, died recently, 2018. He had cameos from his early comics all the way to contemporary movies. I'm going to say some of his best quotes or quotes that I think that are awesome and actually may help people understand what kind of person he was. If you do not know Mr. Stan Lee himself. So here's one. America is made of different races and different religions, but we're all co-travelers on the spaceship Earth and must respect and help each other along the way. Here's another quote, and it was about the X-Men. He said, I wanted them to be diverse. The whole underlying principle of the X-Men was to try to be an anti-bigotry story to show there's good in every person. I have two more quotes that I need you guys to listen to, okay? A definition of a hero is someone who is concerned about other people's well-being and will go out of his or her way to help them even if there is no chance of a reward. That person who helps others simply because it should or must be done is because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero. And last quote that I'm going to say that uh, 
Mr. Stan Lee himself. This is actually uh, one I thought that was pretty interesting. Here it goes. He says, you know, my motto is Excelsior. That's an old word that means upward and onward to greater glory. It's on the seal of the state of New York. Keep moving forward. And if it's time to go, it's time. Nothing lasts forever. Rest in peace, the great, the GOAT, Stan Lee. So, um, normally at the beginning of my podcast, I always talk about something motivational, but I wanted to strip that and talk about Stan Lee because this man himself, his whole life has been a motivation and an inspiration to many people. Even, I could say myself, um, although I'm not like a, a book writer, although I kind of do want to write books, he has influenced me in an extremely uh, positive way and... I really wanted to give basically this whole podcast to Stan Lee. So I'm going to start off with Chubb. How did Stan Lee affect your life? Well, Stan Lee was the most creative person, in my opinion, in history. This man has probably forgotten more ideas than I've had. <laughs> right. And <laughs> he but he was motivated enough to put them on paper to give them stories give them background give them motivation give them obstacles show you how they got over those obstacles so if out of the millions of people that he's created in his stories okay maybe not millions but out of all the <laughs> stories that he's created if yeah. you identify with a single one of those you can learn something about your own life yes. which is something that I've always loved about it and the thing is like he he uh his outlook and the way he even construes these characters is fairly simple um I, he has said something that i read earlier this week or last week and i was like you know what that's very interesting on how he creates these characters he's basically he just wanted to be relatable you know and it's so relatable to the point where it's, it, it basically changed the world even though a lot of people might not see it that way but yeah, uh, chaotic. What? Uh, how did Stanley affect your life? So, my introduction to Stanley, in all honesty, was definitely through like the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, yeah. when I was a lot younger, and I feel like that's how it was for a lot of people, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But you know, okay, so it's like the concept of these characters who are like at rock bottom right and then yeah. they kind of just go through like this transformation and realize that like oh i went through like the worst experiences of my life because i had this greater purpose to kind of come into and they use that to like help the people around them and i know that stanley didn't necessarily create that idea or create that like hero agenda but i yeah. feel like for me he or the marvel universe i should say definitely like brought that to life for me and growing up especially like just being an only child and like i don't want to say an outsider because yeah, i feel yeah. like that's a little dramatic but like you know you <laughs> I, yeah i get what you're saying yeah yeah like you grow up not really talking to a lot of people sometimes and I was definitely more reserved and shy and quiet and I definitely still am but I feel like having these heroes in a way kind of gave me hope for the future does that make sense yeah perfect perfect I understand you completely um 
and that lets you know that kind of even paves the way of how important this man life is like he has been changing and affecting people's lives since like what 50s 60s yeah. <laughs> like and from and it moved from paper you know softback comic book paper all the way into freaking um, like free 3d movies <laughs> and Literally. it is crazy and it, he's like he's like it's almost timeless you know it's going to be timeless the things that he's done and yeah and, it's legends yeah it's, it's wow and um and, it, and it's, it's great he was a great man and uh it is and it's awesome how to hear how he affected different people's lives i think that was me but <laughs> he, how he affected different people <laughs> How you affected different people's lives in a different way, no matter how old or young you are. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, like, it's not, definitely like something someone can always relate to in one way or another. Right, right. And it's one person, like <laughs> one person, you know. I mean, he didn't do it alone, but it's still, he his it, without him, a lot of stuff would not have happened. Uh, yeah. But yeah, all right, Lego. How did uh, Stanley affect your life, man? All right, so my answer might not be like as big and like as you know touchy as other people's <laughs> answers. You know? It's but all like good. Ever man. since, uh, but ever since like when I was a kid, you know, like the heroes that he made, yo, like I grew up on like the heroes that he helped make and like the X Men and Spider Man, Hulk, and all those, yo. Like, and some of them heroes are like my favorite things to do. Like sometimes, like talking about the heroes or stuff that he made helped me make friends because I was like an awkward person, but then. When it's like a conversation about the heroes he made, yo, I could jump in the conversation, yo, and it like helped me make friends with like the people who's talking about the heroes. Interesting. And like, like, like I know uh, these two things have like nothing in common, but like reading comic books or whatever yeah. about the heroes that he helped me kind of, you know, like lead me to like one of the biggest things in my life right now. Like first I started off reading comic books and then I like jumped to like anime and manga, which like, I know has, you know, I like no correlation again. In a way, it kind of do. Anyway, but like reading those comic books helped me get into like reading manga and stuff. It's like a big input impact in my life right now. And like looking at how like heroes and like how they go through all these troubles and stuff. Yeah. Makes it like makes it known that like everybody has troubles in their lives. And like, you know, some of these heroes be like on their like dying and they still not giving up because like not to give up in life, you know, just keep trying harder and stuff. And to input on that last part, he, uh, he, somebody asked him how to uh what's the formula for uh creating these superheroes and he basically was like just make sure that they're relatable and give them a problem that there's no one answer to there's no one solution and make it so that it's almost impossible or it feels as if it is impossible for them to uh, overcome that problem and a lot of times he was saying how he create villains like you can't just kill the villain and the mm -hmm. issue's over you know um that's kind of how you could in real life you can't just there's no one solution to every problem you know it, it might be dynamic or multiple solutions and uh and another thing about how you said it helped make you friends it's crazy like you know you never know like something as small as that could help you make friends and, and and network in a way that helps push your life forward and make you a better yes. person and you know you don't really look at it like that like something so small or something so big can affect even one person you know uh to the extent as of uh, just making a friend you know or, or making you less of an introvert and you know and you getting out there and developing your character just because you got something that you can relate to because of someone like stanley 
and that's that I, I didn't really think of it like that that's why i was like it's interesting like i know you was like going like all over the place but i mean it makes sense in a way it you was just telling us how he affected your life or whatnot um but um to put my two cents in um i didn't know so i never really read the comic books like that i read a couple but i wasn't really into comics or i felt like it was kind of too late to get into comics because it's so many and this comics yeah. been out for like ye like Started decades the 60s the 50s yeah like how can i catch up to that that's like one piece like one piece got like 800 i'm not starting that from the bottom like bro, you know, bad, you know. Bad, <laughs> uh, yeah it's overwhelming like can't can't really nah no i'm good on that but um i honestly got into it like on video games like on the segas the super nintendo where you got super, uh not superman <laughs> uh spider-man games and and stuff like that and i was like oh my goodness and then you got an x-men and that's how i i and stanley had as as far as creating uh or helping me as a uh, in the younger years he helped with my creative creativeness he helped me become very uh i guess in my opinion bright as far as creating and and uh outward thinking because of the 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 difference in between reading or or looking at these superheroes with these superpowers and watching like like a well soap opera or something it's just something that's so different and it just it just helped me become more of who i am today like i'm still a big kid at heart and i still play video games to this day and i'm gonna forever play video games and um it, it has helped me uh i cope with a lot of things in my life as far as <clears throat> i guess hard times and trying to look for that release after you get through like a stressful situation um and then you got the cinematic universe that that uh that i've, I've been like really really into and i didn't even know like i mean i heard of stan lee i like oh stan lee is this guy who created this this and that but um i didn't actually like take interest into like who he really was until i seen him in one of the movies making cameos and i think one of the first cameos i've seen him in was like one of the old spider-mans and somebody was like yo that's stan lee i was like huh and then i, I looked and i was like wait a minute oh okay and i was like that's cool no wonder like guys were or people were so excited because like cameo with him because you know he was the creator of all this this amazingness that people like like spend their lives or spend their free time indulging in uh, but that's basically how i i got how he affected my life basically helping me become the creative person that i feel like that i am and um probably in a way they like, helped me i like helping people a lot so maybe watching spider-man save like mary jane a million times put some kind of spell on me you know i don't know <laughs> but definitely a great influencer also my favorite cartoon series like ever is Ni the ninja turtles and without stanley it possibly would have never had happened because the creators of the ninja turtles the teenage mutant ninja turtles they were they liked or was or had a i don't know what a, a better word they liked uh one of stanley's characters that he created in this in this his story and that was daredevil and basically everything the turtles 
is made up of is kind of a, a play on Daredevil and his story. Uh, I guess I could go into it a little bit. So basically, Daredevil, the, the person or the group that he has a, a beef with is the hand. And the turtle's got a beef with the foot. And hey, Nick or Chuck, uh, yeah. what was it? The uh, Splinter? Master Splinter yeah. is it? And, and Daredevil's mentor His was, was a stick. Yeah, mm-hmm. stick, right? And it's, it's crazy. Like, it was a bunch of just a bunch of play on words and this, this, and that. And it's basically, they basically exist in the same uh, universe world because the same accident that blinded Daredevil actually created the ninja turtles which i didn't know i mean i heard of it but i didn't look into it till like like what last week so i was like oh my god stanley i was like stanley no i got on my knees and started crying after that <laughs> but yeah i didn't even know that i was crazy um but we got a couple more things here uh that i want to talk about and we're going to talk about some of the characters that stanley created and we have the fantastic four including dr strange he cre- created some of the x-men which includes cyclops gene gray charles xavier beast magneto and he uh, he also created spider-man iron man captain america hulk black panther ant-man nick fury black widow daredevil i mean this dude this yeah like everything i just said all these characters are like the major characters in marvel and basically right now and this is all his doing so it's like amazing the all the work that he had put into for his 95 year old life like lifespan is crazy so i got a couple questions i want to ask everybody here so we're gonna start off with favorite marvel hero uh we'll start off with you chubb who who's your favorite marvel hero and why if you have one if you have one i got a couple but um the number one on the list he's pretty popular had like if you just watched cinematics uh then you've seen like nine or ten or twelve movies with him in it (laughs) Wolverine. (laughs) wolverine has one of the most compelling stories one of the most compelling character arcs that was ever written because he's like this eternal being that you know started off as kind of a just a tough and gruff guy and then like ages and ages and ages of war and conflict and societal pressure from being a mutant wore down on him and made him even tougher to deal with (laughs) but he's still a hero right it's crazy plus you know talking about what makes him cool because as a kid that's what i got into is what the coolest ones were and he was like invincible he was super strong he had his adamantium bones and claws he yeah. uh uh he was a yeah, g he, he was a gangster man. yeah for real <laughs> tough, man. tough and he tough. also had like these senses it didn't get uh they didn't really expand on it too much in uh, the movies, but in the anime, yeah. in the X Men animated series, oh, and yeah. in a lot of the comics, like he could smell like things. Like he was, yeah, he, was, he had a little, little bit of a sixth sense about him, like an animal. Yeah, he's like a smell. It. I remember saying, yeah. you always say stuff like that. Smile is foul. They're still here. I know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then he yells, break through a wall, and there it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember um, that. Yeah, and then, you know, in the in the in the movies, they kind of like 
I feel like they they would like to stretch his powers a little bit. Like there was uh, a point in one of the X Men movies where he's like getting blasted apart by Phoenix, and he's like reconstructing himself like right in front of her. Yeah, that was never a thing in the comics, but it made it way cooler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Is... Yeah, he's, that's that's my number one dude. Uh, but for my uh, really obscure favorite, there's a there's a guy who was in like. I don't know, maybe 10 comics total, and he was called Deathlock. And oh. uh, he was basically like the Marvel version of Robocop. <laughs> he, was, uh, he died on a battlefield somewhere, and some creepy organization made him into a cyborg, and, yeah. and he fights crime, but he's got all these weird haunting memories. It was like a really Damn, dark comic crazy. that I got a hold of when I was like 10. Oh, man. <laughs> and, yeah, it affected me strongly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I never heard of that guy, but that's that. Yeah, the, I, it just sounds like awful, no man. It sounds horrible. Like five people with the comic. <laughs> hey, you got? You still got it? You should keep it, man. If you do, I I never get rid of stuff. It's around here somewhere. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's gonna be worth millions maybe <laughs> one day. <laughs> but uh, all right, what about you, chaotic favorite Marvel hero? Oh, uh, I forgot to say this. It doesn't have to be like just Stanley created characters. It can be anybody Marvel. Cool. So this is probably mainstream AF, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Tony Stark. He's just he's just oh god, okay. I have a soft soft place in my heart for Tony. Yeah. Um, for me, it's honestly more so just his personality. Um, I love the sarcasm, but like, like deep down, it's like he has a soft part for yeah, like yeah. humanity, and I feel like you really saw that in Civil War. If you guys saw it, yeah probably did but like <laughs> um but also a lot of it also has to do with his dynamic with uh peter parker because for me i feel like i'm such a big sucker for like that father son but like not really father son kind of situation going on how like peter kind of needs like that father figure and then yeah. tony just kind of takes him under his wing and I don't know why, but like I really like that because I feel like they both complement each other so well. And yeah, seeing like their really, growth, really they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like seeing their growth and like just him kind of shaping him, Tony kind of shaping him into like you know the hero that he wants him to be or whatever. And then <laughs> like Peter just kind of like yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'll follow you. I'll follow you just a little bit, but I'm still yeah, me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just like exactly what you would expect from like a father and son dynamic, but um Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just I felt like he was also kind of like the introduction for me to the whole Marvel universe, so like obviously for that reason. Yeah. It just holds a special place in my heart. So just like the time that I was in when I had first been introduced to it up until now it's just to me i feel like i could relate to him the most yeah in a weird way you know like just yeah. like that sarcastic yet kind of like i want to say wise but it sounds really weird to call him wise yeah uh i i, I kind of get what you're saying um he's just it's just something about him that just makes him charming in a way you know yeah uh, smart uh sarcastic caring um yeah he, and he just he just mixed those really well that you can't really put like a actual 
like name to it really you know yeah like at the core of like i feel like at face value you would think he's like a jerk and like all that stuff like at the core of it all it's he really does care and i feel like he really does fight for good like i remember and like i'm pretty sure in civil war between the whole conflict wasn't it like captain america didn't want the avengers to like get involved in as many you know fights or like whatever and then Iron Man or Tony Stark felt that it was more important to like help people and like do the right thing and like be in charge of like picking their own battles and I feel like that really stood out to me because it's like I guess if I was in that position in a weird way I would completely agree with him yeah like choosing good over like what everybody else thinks that's what I really like like being able to like stand your ground despite like what the rest of society may expect from you yeah i think uh as far as the cinematic civil war um captain america was against like the government because the government wanted to control them and shield yeah shield right yeah shield was the organization they were trying to since they put together the avengers they were gonna start using them for different uh as a means to different ends which is basically whoever they chose were you know important right enough. to receive yeah you know, that, that that kind of support right right and yeah. that's not what captain america stands for he's yeah. like no this is this is just trading one big organization running the world for another one yeah that doesn't make it better yeah and they he, and they try to contain them because you know their their superpowers and it could cause so much damage blah 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 and the government was like uh we need to control y'all just a little bit and um captain wasn't for that but um iron man was like it kind of makes sense we need to kind of go with this because such and such but yeah i think that's how civil war went um but yeah it was uh that was and in my it was hard for me to choose like what side i would go to though in my opinion i wouldn't know who i'm like uh because i kind of i see i see the good in both sides it's crazy it's crazy well, both know. sides had their virtues because captain america was like really really far on like doing what is correct even if it's against certain rules yeah yeah and tony stark was like look at us we are insanely powerful there needs to be some kind of regulation because what could happen yeah and that and, actually fits uh, his character yeah you know, exactly yeah. Hey, that's, how do you create a story like that and the characters actually mm. like fit the actual like virtues you know what i'm saying that's crazy man. yeah <laughs> that takes Jeez, some brain man. power some brain meat man <laughs> but uh funny thing is i did i always liked iron man as far as like the video games go and all that but i didn't really know his character until you know the movie and what's his name uh what, Downey. yes Downey Jr. dude that dude is a freaking fantastic actor oh, he's like, phenomenal freaking amazing and perfect cast like perfect like perfect for <laughs> and 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 he and he's a great like he's a great actor not because like he plays Iron Man well he also does like every character basically well like even the uh the Sherlock Holmes movies oh my god dude those, I love those movies um but yeah uh seeing him playing iron man actually helped me understand like how iron man actually is so uh i actually liked him even more 
after watching the movies but that's not my favorite but we'll get to that here in a second lego it's your turn man right. who's your favorite right. favorite uh, marvel hero so my favorite marvel hero is uh he's very popular but uh spider-man yo okay but like Why i don't know i just like it's just the parts of spider-man that i like you know he like his wittiness yeah you know always make the jokes when it comes to something he can, he can be in the middle of almost dying still making jokes <laughs> like for real. i just i hate spiders but i just love his power show like imagine <laughs> just being able to like web swing bro yeah like it feel like it'd be so much fun yo and then it's like yeah, spider-man is like relatable because you know he's not like one of them people who like oh i'm about to save the world you know he fighting most of the time just to like save his city or people close to him or stuff around that point yeah and then like when it comes to like the comic books and stuff spider-man then had then had almost everything yo like this man that had cosmic powers he didn't beat up like a whole bunch of villains and like almost all like the main villains in the like marvel universe he be getting jumped and still win <laughs> uh what like the sinister six <laughs> what in it it's crazy I think it's a Sinister Six. Make sure I ain't sounds. It's Sinister Six, right? And then it's like you know, with Spider-Man yeah. and Mario, like it's like a lot of stuff you gotta like consider. Yo, it was like one little comic or whatever with like Doctor Octopus had like Spider-Man's power or whatever his body. Mm-hmm. Like he said, he's like he had so much power. Like he just went and punched like a regular person, yo, and like his head blew off. <laughs> so it's when you think about theory it, comics. <laughs> When you think about it, bro, how much like Spider-Man has to hold back like fighting regular people and stuff like that, it's ridiculous, yo. Yeah. Um I feel you, I feel you. So mine is also Spider-Man. Uh because besides Batman, Spider-Man was like the first hero I've ever seen as far as like heroes go. Uh he was on a video game and I was like, yo, this is cool. And then like his movies came out. I've seen Batman movies. The Batman movies were like crazy. But anyways, <laughs> Spider-Man is my favorite hero all. Like even even if you combine it with DC. Um because yeah, he's relatable, he's funny. His uh the the I think the thing I like the most about Spider-Man is the dynamic of his fight scenes. I'm a very I love like the chore- choreography that goes into like fight scenes. And like even on a video game or the movie like see, like he could He's basically flying without flying. And, yeah. Yeah, and it and it's so cool to see him do so much <laughs> in the air before and catch himself and then catch somebody else and then save and catch somebody and then punch somebody. It's just crazy. I thought like I just it's just the fight scenes are just the most unique as far as the heroes go. And I just really, really love that. But included with the fight scenes, you got an amazing character. Uh I, I like some of the villains are pretty cool too. Uh, like Doc Ock is like one of my favorite villains. Uh, but yeah, like Spider Man, he's he will always have like a special place in my heart. Like the only Spider Man movie or even video game as far as like I've been alive, I didn't see was like Amazing Spider Man two, and I seen it, but I didn't like watch it bit. But I, I said I saw like it sucked to me anyway, but. Yeah, like Spider Man is like that's my dude, man. I love that dude. Um, freaking Peter Parker, man. Uh, so we're gonna move on to Marvel villain. Uh, starting with you, Chubb. Favorite. 
if you have one. Wait, well, favorite what? <laughs> Marvel villain. <laughs> oh, villain. <laughs> okay, so mine is this one. I have to go way obscure. Uh, if you yep. saw the Spider-Man animated series back in the day, yep. uh, you might have caught the episode that this was on. This is a uh, he's a Spider-Man villain called the Spot. <laughs> that sounds and familiar. Hold on. He sounds so familiar, bro. Right. Which the uh... Spot? Well, uh, let me give you a little backstory. He was uh, a scientist who worked for uh, Tony Stark, and he was making this teleportation technology that made portals. It was basically a portal gun before the Portal series came out. Yeah. And it was this thing you wore on your chest. You could push a button, and it would shoot a big black spot out in the space in front of you. You could go through that and come out another spot anywhere in the foreseeable universe. Like, it was amazing. And naturally, as these things go, something went wrong. The device went haywire, and it sucked him into some weird dimension called that he nicknamed the Spot Realm or the Spot Dimension or something crazy like that. And he came out with the ability to control them. So uh that's crazy I'm, I'm looking at it like right now <laughs> yeah it's, he's a goofy hero like he's wearing like a white full body jumpsuit and it's covered in black spots but those spots are the actual portals like he could take them off of his body and throw them somewhere that's crazy and i'm thinking like that is extremely powerful oh, the only reason <laughs> he didn't do well against spider-man is because he was a weak little scientist and he couldn't fight nothing but <laughs> He got into a fight with Spider-Man on a rooftop and he put spots all over the place. So Spider-Man's spider sense didn't do nothing. So he could like stick his hand in one of the spots and like punch him in the back of the head. And then he'd like jump in one and appear in another place. And like he had one good fight against Spider-Man, but then, you know, Spider-Man did his thing and he yeah. shot webs all over the place and caught him. <laughs> it didn't last more than one episode. He wasn't very good. But I think yeah. like the concept of that power is ridiculously op yeah that's Super crazy overpowered. and uh yeah he was he was he was an awesome awesome villain um my second my honorable mention yes. is probably magneto yeah yeah magneto is the like the one well, one villain that you couldn't possibly sit down with and tell them they're wrong and get them to believe you exactly he was he had so Dynamic. much conviction yeah he was he was just he was dead set and you couldn't like knowing his story like if you watch the x-men movies and yeah. you know uh we saw his past and how he grew up you know through the holocaust and everything like that like yeah even if you knew that you wouldn't even try to change his mind you just Life know <laughs> this, this dude's this dude's cards are played man he's, yeah for he's real go i feel you i feel you on that man uh yeah, this the spot thing looks hilarious, dude. <laughs> it's goofy. Yeah, hey, I, I I tell you guys, <laughs> I uh anyone that is listening to this, go and look up this the spot dude off of Spider Man. Looks pretty hilarious. I, I'm definitely gonna take a look at this. Never knew this guy existed. But. The cover, <laughs> I looked it up too. The cover is of his uh, comic is just yeah. a bunch of spots with a foot kicking Spider Man in the side and like for... him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you get through that? Like, Spider Man, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, 
I know. And then his own head is poking through another one, and he's looking like he's surprised at what's happening. I know. <laughs> just, just silly, man. That is hilarious, dude. Oh, man. That's the perfect character, dude. All right. Uh, chaotic. Favorite Marvel oh, villain? Honestly, I don't know if he is considered a villain or an anti-hero at this point, but I'm just going to go with Loki. Loki? Hmm. He's just... I think it would, yeah. I would. He's he counts as a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. I don't know. My dudes. He's he's hilarious. He's charming in a really pathetic way, which I'm a sucker for. And he just keeps coming back. Doesn't stay dead. And yeah. I love that in a villain. Yeah. It's just, it's great. And I feel like we do get some parts of like, quote unquote, humanity in him from time to time, which I also like because you know it, it's not as black and white as we would like to think. Yeah, yeah. Sure, exactly. I could go for literally any villain or hero. And like you said before earlier on about how, like, I guess for Stanley, or not even just Stanley, but just the Marvel universe in general, something that a lot of people notice is nothing is truly black and white. You could kind of find like areas of gray in there. And yeah, I feel like Loki love it. portrays <laughs> that very well. And it's also very comedic. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't know of Loki until like the Thor movies, but yeah, crazy dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like the the god of a uh, trickery, mischief, like mischief, mischief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also in a. Oh, I don't want to say that. Spoiler. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I will spoil something for somebody. All right. Uh... <laughs> oh, I think I know what you was about to say, bro. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder, because I was about to throw spoilers all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I was about to just. It was like on a tip of my tongue, dude. Like literally. <laughs> had to I think stop. I know what you're talking about too, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. If you know, if I say a spoiler and low key, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, all right. What about you, Lego? Favorite Marvel. Uh... To be honest, uh, I had one, but I do not remember his name anymore. <laughs> what does he do? You know what he do? Uh, no. He's not very popular at all. But nah, I don't know if he is Marvel. But nah. Uh, no, that's cool, man. It's cool. Because uh, it, actually, somebody asked me this question on stream, and I couldn't answer it. Uh, I can answer it now, but at the time of them asking me, I couldn't answer it. <laughs> what was the question, yo? The same question I just asked you just a second ago. Our, um, hmm. Favorite Marvel villain. <laughs> <laughs> the current anyway, question. Yeah, the current the question we're on like right this minute. Yeah, uh, <laughs> favorite Marvel villain. Well, I... it's all good, dude. I'm telling you, it's, it's actually a pretty difficult question to ask. I have one, but opinion. I don't know if it counts as a villain, like in that storyline. I don't know. It might count as a villain during that storyline. But uh, my favorite Marvel villain. Well, one of them I always come to. I'm going to let you think on that. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm going yeah. to go with an honorable mention. Okay. I guess you could say. I guess one of them, one of my favorites would be Venom, right? Okay. And we you got know, one. <laughs> Venom. I don't know. It might be Venom because, like, you know, during Spider-Man. I remember, like, watching, like, a lot of the old Spider-Man TV shows. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know people really like that one but i really like that one and you know like venom and stuff they all went to like another planet was it another planet? i don't remember but i just like venom you know because like venom's like one of spider-man's like main villains you know okay that, that's you know, that's just, that it could be great. it could be just as simple as that like you can <laughs> it could be then, that's you why know, you like it that's it 
You, I remember having to fight him in like all the Spider-Man games, you know. Literally everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I remember having to fight him in like all the little symbiote jinks and like Spider-Man and Carnage. What was yeah. that game called? Carnage was on you know, like, on the Super Nintendo ones that I played. Uh, I think it was Spider-Man and Venom. You played as both, and Carnage. Was yeah, like Spider-Man and Venom versus Carnage, or Spider-Man versus Carnage. Yeah, Something yeah. Like that. If you had a second player, you could have Venom. Yeah. Dope. All right, but no, I'm saying. <laughs> Dope. I'm gonna say this. What? All right, so have y- y'all know like the Real War Hope series, right? Like that series, you know that little branch off. I right. mean, we might, may or may not know, but just you can just speak on it. All right, so I don't know if it was kind of the villain, but you know, Hulk in like World War Z. It was like after you know the Hulk movie, Planet Hulk, right? It's like oh, a comic Hulk, book. Yeah, it's yeah. like a comic book after Planet Hulk. It's like after Planet, you know, comes like the ruler of that planet. You know, he comes back to Earth to get like his revenge. You know, on like oh, Planet Hulk is like angry and everything else. Like so that Hulk. So you want that Hulk to be your villain? Yeah, and like <laughs> during that little timeline, yo, I used to think Hulk was just some dumb, angry person who used to get mad for no reason. But then, like <laughs> watching Planet Hulk and then reading comic World War Hulk made me realize that Hulk wasn't like dumb, yo. It made me like realize He's a that's like when I actually came to like Hulk after realizing that he wasn't stupid at all. Oh my god, this man don't went on a whole spiel about nothing. <laughs> oh well, actually, my goodness. So I actually got a question for you then, Lego. Because uh, I heard this from somebody, but he was, he, he, he could have just been talking, but it sounded like he knew more than I did about Planet Hulk. But yeah. in the current movie, in the, in, in, the, uh, in the current cinematic universe, I heard that they basically took Planet Hulk and condensed it down a little bit and put it into Thor Ragnarok. Was that pretty much right? Well, I can see that like they took some of the you know characters who appeared in Planet Hulk. You know, like Korg. He reminded me of, like the dude, <laughs> you know, the little. I think that's his name, right? Korg. Yeah, the New Zealander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the little, uh, the little like grasshopper with the blades, whatever his name is. Him too. It's like they took <laughs> characters or ideas from Planet Hulk and threw them into it. Probably to make it more interesting to those that might have read that or seen yeah, that. Yeah, references. Everybody yeah. loves references. Yeah, especially making like fan theories and speculating. Probably threw that in there. A, a little uh, fun fact. The Hulk was supposed to be gray. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. But I can't, I can't unlike the it. second yeah. issue of like the comic, uh, the... Uh, uh, Stan Lee was like, then he turned green because there was an issue with the printer, and the printer kept changing them to gray or uh, changing them green. So he was just like, on the second issue, like, and then the Hulk turned green. That was I love that. Yep. And I love it when something weird happens and they just decided to go around it. Yeah. Like, right, just fine, he's it. green now. Yep. Just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. There's like, he's green. <laughs> so yeah, he was supposed to be gray. I, I probably wouldn't even, I like, if, I didn't really like the Hulk either until like probably the cinematic. Uh, I didn't ro- watch the first movie. Uh, I like heard the, those was bad. Like or the first two movies actually. Yeah. So. <laughs> but uh, after they put him with you know the Marvel guys or whatnot, um, I started liking him a little bit more because I never really cared for the green guy. I know I mean he's yeah. a big angry dude, but 
um i do like the hulk as a, a hero or whatever he, like a big angry he's like i like his power set or move set or whatnot but um my favorite marvel villain it's kind of hard to say those words favorite marvel villain it's like they don't go together for some reason to me anyways uh will be also magneto um he's uh just basically tit for tat what chubb said dude is uh he's not just your average villain you know he has a motive and a reasoning for everything and even at some point like the x-men started working with like magneto so i was like yo this is like he's like the villain you know what i'm saying like what are y'all doing and that was like my first time ever seeing something like that like they actually work with the villain so it kind of like it kind of like put like instilled in me that there's some kind of good in everyone you know so uh that's why he's my favorite villain but favorite marvel series um I'm gonna start with you, Chubb. You have a series that you like the most? Ooh, yeah. Uh, I think it counts as its own as its own series with the uh, yeah. the X Men animated <laughs> series. Yeah. X Men animated series was like at the age that I watched it at. That was the closest I'd ever get to like a soap opera. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was definitely like that. Yeah, <laughs> these people had like relationships. They had like <laughs> real issues. Yeah. And then, you know, sentinels are showing up and you know, messing up a town or something like that. And they gotta they gotta go fight them. But like there was that was the first time I actually recognized that well, they're also people too, and they got stuff to deal with and got jubilee who doesn't know what she's doing she just yeah, showed up just showed like up. that was <laughs> that was uh, the whole the whole story of at least the first few seasons of that show it was yeah. actually following <laughs> jubilee in yeah. the uh, yeah yeah she was kind of like the main character yeah yeah and even though there's like you know you got wolverine you got cyclops you got storm who's literally like she grew up in a place that thought she was a god yeah and <laughs> Uh, and you got Rogue, who stole Miss Marvel's powers. Super secret tip on that. Uh, <laughs> that's why she had any powers at all in the show, and that's why she didn't have all those powers in the movies because that just didn't happen. Yeah. But uh, it's like there's so much to it uh, that it just it was deep. It was just the deepest storyline. And as a kid, I just I absorbed it. Like, like for real, <laughs> consumed, like consumed. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Um, and yeah, uh, I'll get to mine in a second also. Um, but Chaotic, favorite Marvel series, if you have one. Um, hmm. It's okay not I mean, to have one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true. But um, actually, I think one that I feel like I was... I got very invested into very quickly. I have yet to finish it, actually, but... Yeah. Probably Jessica Jones. Okay. Oh, for uh, the Netflix nice. series? Yeah, Great show. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, just her character alone, like, she's just trying to get through each day, you know? And I just feel like I could relate to that yeah. the most. I don't know. I like, I like things that I can relate back to. And I feel like she wasn't so over the top or in your face kind of i guess in a way i don't know about now but i feel like at the time a little more underrated than maybe some of the other marvel series yeah okay. but yeah i don't know i just i really liked it and i feel like it really pulled me that's what's up that's what's up 
I feel that too. Jessica and Jones. Joe's, I feel like the story. Yeah. She's like the only hero that I've seen that somebody could bring like a problem to like a serious, like a real issue. And she could literally look at him and go, I don't care. Literally. <laughs> exactly. Deuces. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Uh, Lego. What about you, man? Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> to me, no, 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 no. I, I actually have one of these, yo. I actually have one of these. Okay. Well, it's like two, but I think like they was tied together in the end. You know, like Spider Man, the 1994 series, or yeah, 1994. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that one. And like, I guess they go together. The unlim- Ultimate Spider Man, Unlimited Spider Man, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, like- the, the more contemporary one, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He went out to space and stuff. Yeah. Spider-Man Unlimited, yeah. But I was mad that they never finished it. But on, all right, get back to it. But nah, it's like I don't know. I really like those two because the first one was Spider-Man 1994. Yeah. Oh no, I remember watching it. I know it came out before I was born, but I remember like watching it. I was a kid, yo. And I like when we got Netflix. I watched it again, and it had like a lot of cameos from like people from like x-men or you know other people who are like in avengers now yeah and then like you got to see like different like spider-man with different suits and different things like that i don't know yeah. i just ended up liking it that's cool that's cool yeah um uh, yeah my series uh I, I would say 1994 spider-man as well uh but a close second was definitely x-men the only reason I would say Spider-Man is because I saw more episodes of that than X-Men. Um, but I did go back and watch X-Men later in life. And I was like, yo, this is some deep stuff going on here. Like, wait a minute. Uh, this is an adult show with superheroes in it. But um, but yeah, I was more... Well, I'm a Spider-Man. A favorite Spider-Man. So actually, the show will make sense. But... Yeah, I always always catch it like on uh on right like random days and like random stuff would be happening. I wouldn't be watching it for the fight scenes, but more so it was just Spider-Man doing Spider-Man stuff. Although Peter Parker was I don't know, I didn't really like the Peter Parker scenes for some reason. I like him when he was more more so Spider-Man. But uh But yeah, that was my favorite series. Uh and we're gonna move forward to let me I don't lost it. Hold up, pull this back up. <clears throat> so we got three more, I believe. So least favorite Marvel hero, Chubb. Least. Least favorite Marvel hero? Yep. <laughs> it's going to be hard not to throw shade right now. Um, <laughs> boy. So. <laughs> is That's a tough one, man. Yeah, oh, I actually geez. thought about it. I was like, I can't even answer this like that. Like, I had to think. That's 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 hard um i Sabretooth was in the x-men for a while yeah <laughs> and jerk he was worthless always messing everything up always uh, for no reason just, brother just, i hate you <laughs> that's it for real yeah that's just it. Not, like they, they could be at a bank heist and he's like let's kill everybody and I'm like, like for- <laughs> <laughs> just didn't make sense just just was a thorn like in anyone's side like <laughs> 
yeah that was that was that was really hard to get to to have him in there and then he was out very quickly yeah um <laughs> i'd say probably when they tried when they tried to make Sabretooth into an x-man that did oh, not work i think i remember that actually yeah it didn't work it didn't work at all <laughs> yeah so Sabretooth, your least yeah Sabretooth. Sabretooth <laughs> right. the man was the worst <laughs> That's funny because he just ruined like everything. Like, oh, it's, you just knew. It. Even in the video game, you just knew he was just coming around the corner. When you like, like especially <laughs> when uh, Wolverine starts sniffing, like, oh, here he oh, comes. Yeah, that was when. That was when his <laughs> sense of smell. He's like, oh, Sabretooth is here, and it was like, ah, damn. I know, right? And he just busted. Oh, <laughs> brother, hate you. <laughs> like no reason. <laughs> oh man! All right, chaotic. What about you? Fa- uh, least favorite. Uh, Marvel. Oh man. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, I, like I said least favorite Marvel villain or hero. Hero. You got yeah, a least favorite hero? I got a lot of least favorite villains. <laughs> yeah, we just um, oh, we just do both. Marvel. You got you. You don't have one like one single one. Uh, Nick Chubb. Shoot. <laughs> least favorite villain. Easy. Puck. 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 He's worthless. Puck was a villain. Oh, jeez. <laughs> puck was a dude shaped like a puck. I don't even know who. I didn't even know that was a. a like thing. a hockey puck. He was a. He was an X Men villain, I think, and then he turned into one of the rejected ones, the 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 Morlocks. And oh, uh, well, I actually remember seeing him now. Yeah, the Morlocks had a Did whole series of episodes. Man, he was just this little round dude, and he's like, "I'm gonna roll into you." He, he was worthless, <laughs> man. He didn't have powers. He was just a fat little dude. <laughs> yeah this dude looks yeah. hilarious <laughs> he was just i don't know how he showed up there i don't know why they kept him around oh yeah. i'm sure towards the end of everything they were doing he's like my mom's gonna pick me up in 20 minutes <laughs> he, yeah, man i don't know puck was just silly he looks annoying look at him he was <laughs> just look at him <laughs> <laughs> What are you? <laughs> yeah, why oh, are man. you here? All right, who who drew this? <laughs> who, who took the time to draw this guy? Uh, all right, uh, what about you, uh, Chaotic? Uh, our least favorite oh, hero and villain. All right. Um. Uh. That's a good question. Um. I guess the least favorite villain. Uh, up until now, I guess. Um, yeah. Probably just Thanos. I mean, <laughs> it's just. Let <laughs> right, just... me say this. Spoiler, spoiler alert if you guys haven't seen the movie. Spoilers coming. All right, go ahead. Now you go ahead now. <laughs> they know now, so. <laughs> there we go. All right. You've been warned. Um, <laughs> just, more so, just. I don't know. I just found him really annoying. I felt like he was trying so hard to be like this all, all knowing, wise god of just i'm gonna make everything right i promise just let me wipe out the half of the universe but there was just like i want to say there was logic behind what he was doing yeah but at the same time like he like killed his own daughter and i just i don't i don't know like there was just he just kept getting on my nerves and it was just <laughs> i don't know I he's probably my least favorite villain. <clears throat> i feel nothing you totally against him but just his thought process and everything about that was getting on my nerves but least favorite hero (sighs) honestly for no like 
particular reason, I'm just gonna go with Hawkeye only because. <laughs> Poor Hawkeye. <laughs> Poor Hawkeye. <laughs> the most I've seen of him was in like Avengers or whatever, and I was like, yeah. this guy's like, what is he doing? It's like, why is he even here? I feel like we could have been fine without him, and that sounds really harsh. It really does, but yeah. I just, <laughs> but. You know, I just, I gotta be, I gotta keep it honest. So I, let's just go with that. Okay, okay. You know, that's genuine. <laughs> Towards the big ending fight in the Avengers, like the first Avengers movie, yeah. when when Captain America's telling him all what to do, he's basically just like, Hawkeye, go up there and look at stuff, I guess. <laughs> I know, right? Like, you have no, uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like his moveset, they could use him more, but it was like, Nobody really cares about Hawkeye, like as far as fan base. So they're just like, you know what? Here you go. Just put, just put him on the ceiling. ceiling. All right. <laughs> I, I think he's okay though. In my opinion, I think he's all right. But they, I feel like they're just, they're just underusing him. Um, I think I just have a thing with people who got like good aim, and like I'm like, oh my god, like you know what I'm saying? When I see stuff like uh, that, yeah. I, just, I get like, oh my Jesus. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just me though. All right, so we're gonna skip Lego since he uh, doesn't know yet. He's thinking on thinking on his own over there. So <clears throat> my least favorite hero. At first, I was gonna say the Hulk because growing up, I did not like the Hulk at all. But there was this one video game the Hulk did have, and I actually have it. I own it. It's on PlayStation Two. Let me look this up real quick, actually. Uh, Hulk Ultimate. Like oh, Hulk Ultimate Hulk. Destruction. It was a freaking open world Hulk game, and you could wear cars as fist gloves. It was crazy, <laughs> man. Dude would be running on a wall with car gloves, bro, and just straight up jacking people up for no reason, dude. <laughs> Playing as the whole in that game. Oh my god. It, it was, that game was way before its time. It was like right after Grand Theft Auto. And uh it was like along along with Grand Theft Auto, one of the first open world games like that. And like, oh my goodness, it was amazing, dude. Amazing. You could like jump on robots and take people out of it. <sighs> Anyways, I didn't like the Hulk, but I was thinking during the podcast, so you know what? I don't, I don't really care for Ant Man like at all, um, at all. Good answer. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like I didn't even watch the sequel. I watched the first movie, but it was on Netflix, so yeah, I wasn't gonna pay to see the sequel. But I'm gonna watch it. You know, I'm gonna watch all the Marvel movies. But Ant Man, I just don't care. I just don't care. Um, but villain. I don't think I have one, honestly. Uh, I would, I would probably say, hmm, probably say Puck, man. Whatever Nick just said, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I just looked this guy up. What the heck? What? Who? He's got a the, giant P like, on his <laughs> outfit. And it's like his whole outfit because the dude's like three feet tall. <laughs> Just, I'm so just passionate. like, who wasted the energy to draw this two inch man? <laughs> like, like that? Nah, I, that's crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't have one, man. Um, yeah, I really don't have a least favorite villain. Um, no, I, I will add one to like one of my favorite villains, and it's not because of like his character, just because like the way they have to take him out, and that's Juggernaut. Like. That dude uh, is just huge, and every and in every video game, you got to take him out in some unique way. So I always like to like, oh, we get to fight Juggernaut! Oh my God, Juggernaut! <laughs> Although he was like big, uh, 
what's the word uh, CGI in uh, well in a, a recent movie uh, that I've seen too. yeah he's yeah he's in that <laughs> and he's straight up CGI just straight up yeah. CGI. I didn't like that at all but anyway but to that point every uh, every representation of the juggernaut that I've seen was like compared to what I think about him because he was in the he was in the X-Men show a lot yeah every representation of him was like wrong compared yeah. to what I thought of him because his like arms were the size of people <laughs> like for real dude in the cartoons <laughs> yeah so when he when they put him in uh in Deadpool 2 and like the first thing he says is I'm gonna rip you in half now like oh that's him that's yeah the dude right there. I know right <laughs> yeah uh like in the in the cartoons like wolverine you know he's not the tallest guy but like just juggernaut's helmet alone is the size of wolverine's body so yeah <laughs> there's a part where he's trying to pull his helmet off and it's like he's like he's standing he's, on him wider than him <laughs> standing his whole whole weight is on juggernaut and he can literally juggernaut is not phased at all by this like he, he can walk yeah. run throw you know but uh yeah, uh, I don't really have a least favorite villain besides the pug. Just newly, newly least favorite villain on the spot right there. <laughs> Watch the episodes with him in it. He'll be even more disappointed. <laughs> gotta record this guy. You <laughs> gotta put him in some of my videos. <laughs> but, but uh, Lego, you got one yet? If not, dude, it's all, all right, right. So I don't have no least favorite heroes. Okay. But I've thought about it, and I do have the least favorite villains. Mm -hmm. Right. So well, at least one of my least favorite villains has to be Modok. Mm. I don't know. I just know that name. It's like the little. Oh, he uh, fights short. the Hulk. He's like a he's like a head with like some little toothpick-sized arms and legs. Yeah, he 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 resembles the uh Bra is it Brainiac off the uh Ninja Turtles? Hold up, what's his name? <laughs> the little pink guy off of Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> You talking about the um Ain't it Brainiac? I forgot his name. Oh, Crane. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He, he reminds you. Yeah, I, I get it. Well, why is he your least favorite villain? Because like on the episode I used to watch like the Marvel shows. I, used to, I think it was like on Disney or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And then like every episode with him in it, it was like just annoying. It was like some midget baby dude with some high pitched voice. And they always had to do something with him, like, getting beat up. And then he, like, whined like a little baby. <laughs> and then another one that I dislike. I have another he, he, one. He rocking his mohawk in his picture, I'm looking at. Another one that I disliked was, like, Super Scroll. Yeah, who that? <laughs> it's like this guy, the Fantastic Four fault. It's like, um... And basically, it's like this <sighs> alien dude. And he was, like, a scroll. And then he, like, yeah. basically took all the powers of the Fantastic Four. Oh. Uh. Sounds interesting. <laughs> we hate these guys yeah. for a reason. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad you said that. I did have a least favorite villain or least favorite hero. Uh, who did I say? I said uh, Ant Man. Actually, I don't like the thing. Or 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 yeah, I don't like the thing. It's clobbering time. I thought that was the most corniest thing ever. Um, I don't like Fantastic Four like that at all, honestly. Not just because of the movies, I just never thought they were interesting. I thought like all y'all have one power and come together and be this. I don't know. I just, <laughs> eh, I don't know. I didn't really care for them. But let me see. What do I have? Anything else? 
All right, so one last thing. Favorite X-Men hero or favorite X-Men character. That's it. Go, Chubb. Uh, well, you got mine already once. Uh, that yep. was Wolverine. Wolverine. Um, Wolverine is pretty awesome. So I'll go with my my honorable mention X-Men character, which is Nightcrawler. Oh, man. Nightcrawler with that teleportation. And he just looked like, look at him. The I'm guy right. looks like an alien. <laughs> He's got the blue skin, blue hair. It is like deep, dark blue, and he's super yeah. brooding. And he was like a circus freak for a long time. And yeah, right. <laughs> he, you know, you can see it on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was like, he's not my favorite, just because he was his his motivations were pretty simple. He just wanted to be like a decent dude, but he didn't really have a good understanding of society. Yeah, but he had a really awesome power and they used it very well in the movies like i was a fan of him in the comics and in the show and then when he popped up in the x-men movies they did it they did a lot of justice for him by like when he gets into the white house and everything he's just popping all over the place yeah like, you can't no. fight that and you gotta right, find some weird <laughs> random way to stop him from doing that to have any chance against him otherwise he's just if he doesn't if he's outmatched he's gone yeah okay yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, what about you, Chaotic? Yeah, you have a favorite X-Men character? No, uh, this is going to sound tragic. I'm going to have to sit this one out. I have yet to see X-Men, so... Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, calm down, everyone. Calm down. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's cool. That's cool. All right, what about you, uh, Lego? Lego? Are you <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, I like my favorite X-Men. Colossus, right? Oh. Okay, okay. Good call. Because I like, I don't know, I just like Colossus back in playing the X-Men game show. He just yeah, he was always like back in the day. big metal dude. He was my favorite on the arcade X-Men game. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one, yeah. Oh, my God. And then my the favorite thing about him, I like the little comic where, like, he himself had became, you know, Juggernaut. Yeah. That one was pretty cool and stuff. But that's it. I think I remember seeing something like that. But my favorite X-Man character or X-Men character will be Gambit. Um, I like that he's kind of a... I like that he's a hero, but he also has like a dark background, um, like a thief or whatnot. And I like his skill set. And he always like come off as real cool. So like I was always like, oh my god, Gambit is so cool, and I and I like how uh, when when characters fight with the staff, cause they like do some cool moves with it in a way. And I always used him in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom too, so that's another reason that I like Gambit. But uh... yeah, another cool thing about Gambit is a lot of people don't know that the charging ability that it has is only one of his powers. His other one is luck. Oh he yeah, had, like, I actually domino. remember that. Yeah, domino like yeah. That's why he always had cards with him because he played people in cards and he was always super lucky and he always won. Yeah. So he was like way into cards and he just always had them on him and that's why he used those as his weapon because he just he played cards a lot. But yeah. It was because he was super lucky. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I do remember reading that though that he was like he like luck. Rest yeah. in peace to the Gambit movie that got shut down. <sighs> it was gonna be Channing Tatum. Oh, they shut that down? I didn't even know yeah. that. 
they, they put the they put the stopper on that a while ago uh it was like a disagreement between like the writers and the producers or something like that and it wasn't gonna work out no. and then when channing tatum said he was out that was pretty much like the movie that was it yep deuces like <laughs> uh especially and I, I remember them casting him to do that i was like you know what i could get with this i could get with this and like you know game is like one of my favorite x-men characters so but that's crazy well rip to that dude oh yeah another but, thing i had remembered about uh what's the name Colossus is showed mm-hmm. at one time he became like the uh, horseman of death. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. When was that? That's crazy. He was doing some comic book after he got beat up by uh, Apocalypse. I think that's his name. Word. Wow. I have to check that out. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so any um uh, last remarks? That's all I had for the podcast. Uh, oh, actually, uh. I'm going to state this. This is not Marvel, but side note for all my anime guys and gals out there. <laughs> Attack on Titan Season 3 hiatus won't be returning in probably until April 2019. I just wanted to put that out there for anybody that loves that show. Like me, I love that freaking show, but I you have reading the manga. Huh? The reason, reason behind it? No idea, but I'm telling y'all, this next arc is going to be the best thing. Isn't it going to be the last one, yeah? Is the is going to be the last arc? What do you mean? I'm talking. Oh, you talking about the anime? My fault. Yeah, not the manga. You read the manga? Yeah, I read it. Oh my I god, dude. What do you about to think? What do you think about the? Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. you know what? we'll we'll talk about this later. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, just so you guys know, uh won't be coming back until uh probably April 2019 and it's well worth the wait. Hopefully they get it right cuz this next arc is going to be in my opinion, it's the best arc I've ever seen in any anime. That jump was so it was so deep. It's big but words. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. It's crazy like so much stuff happening you just don't know what's gonna happen next but anyways uh any last remarks for the podcast guys uh uh chubb got anything for the uh first things first rest in peace stanley yeah like that is everything we talked about is like one percent of what he created yeah influence even he's influenced even more than that like (laughs) like you were saying the ninja turtles were influenced by uh uh, daredevil and you think like well if daredevil wasn't there they probably wouldn't have even been around because those guys probably got their start just by reading those comics exactly um and that i just wanted to bring up like a little fun fact about uh how much of a visionary he was uh the comic uh black panther was written before the black panthers were called the black panthers Yep, uh, actually, like, uh, I read that. It was back in like '66. Uh, was um, when the X Men were created, and like you said at the beginning of the podcast, he wanted to show a group that was all inclusive, and it showed like how everybody has a place in society. That was written the same year Martin Luther King delivered his "I Have a Dream" speech. So this dude was really, really serious about what he meant. Like he yeah. tried to actually create something better for society to look at and read and think you know more positively about and that's awesome thing people don't have not to stand on a soapbox but i wish more people had the guts to do stuff like that these days man no definitely 
especially now more than ever yeah seriously and to think about like the time of year when he created all this you know like that's just it just shows what kind of person he was you know it's just it's amazing um but yeah i appreciate that that uh fun fact uh (laughs) or a fact uh mr chubb um any last remarks um chaotic just as mentioned before, rest in peace, Stanley. Um, I hope that, well, I mean, it can be guaranteed that the legends will always live on, and I hope to continue to see these legends live on and see how they'll still influence everyone. Like, it's crazy. Like, the four of us could just sit here and talk about all these things, and like you said, it's just a fraction of everything he's created, and, you know yeah it's crazy. I don't know I just feel like that's something that's just it's never gonna end it's gonna keep growing and I feel like it can only benefit the world around us and like the society around us and I feel like everyone can find something to kind of relate back to in one way or another in the world that he's created so perfect yeah, yeah I agree I agree wholeheartedly uh, all right, what about you, Lego? Any last remarks? Just as said previously, rest in peace. And I can't wait to see what the future brings, with like, as far as new comics and things like that. All right, yep. Yeah. So, uh, I appreciate you guys for joining the podcast. Uh, you guys didn't have to, but you did, and I really, really appreciate it and um i hope you guys can enjoy this podcast if you go back and listen um for you listeners out there um i love you guys thank you this is uh the end of the podcast this is episode four Uh, i really hope you guys can relate to the things that we talked about today and definitely rest in peace to the great the goat stanley I will see you guys next time on Super Random Podcast. See you later. Love you guys. I'm out. God placed the best things in life on the other side of fear. 